Here's Higdon, it sits up nicely for Michael Higdon! And what a start for Motherwell! Supporting wins from Ainsworth on the angle. Lionel Ainsworth fires home. It's Lasley deep into stoppage time. Up goes Sutton. No foul given. Kerr and Reed is there to knock it in. The goal is given. Hesitation for Craig Reed. He scores his first ever goal in senior football. And what a moment for Motherwell. Hello, welcome to the Scottish Indie Podcast. Tonight, I'm delighted to welcome along Jack and Neil from the band The Raz. Guys, how's it going? Not how's bad at all, mate. Not bad. Thanks for having us. No, it's a pleasure. And we'll get the generic questions out the road, I guess. It's been a absolutely mental last 17 months where our life has been a, a bit difficult for the majority of us. How have you been coping with that? And how excited are you to be that there's signs that we're coming out the other side? Yeah, I'm just uh, looking forward to get back on the stage, to be honest. Um, even uh, back in the recording studios, because we've kind of, well, everybody has had a year at least been kind of uh, just on hold. Um, the album and stuff was delayed, but that's all out now. So, uh, and as you say, it's good to be at the end of it, hopefully. <laughs> you can watch around the corner, but uh, hopefully. Also, like going and seeing other bands and seeing what else is out there. Uh, that. The, even the social aspect of a gig is massive eh? the people you meet and like especially when it, we get into the summer and festivals and stuff like we were due to play why not festival um and i uh, just the buzz about announcing that we didn't even get to announce it it was that uh, so hey ho hey ho we'll do it next year eh? well it's cool i think i think what you say is, is a really good point in terms of you get so excited even going through the process of booking a gig and you've got your tickets well in advance and to have gig after gig cancelled, it must be tenfold for you guys playing in a band. But as a fan, it's, it's so exciting to get up in the morning and you're worried it's going to sell out. You get your tickets secured and it's circled in the calendar and so many times you've had to kind of cross it off again and <laughs> exactly. schedule date and, and we're still sitting here 18 months on and, and still a kind of lack of certainty, I guess. For those that haven't heard the band, I'll, I'll ask you this, Jack. How would you describe the Raz? And give us a wee bit of background as, as how to, you got together as well, please. Uh, I would I would class us as a rock band. I can we're on an indie podcast now, but <laughs> I would class <laughs> Very us... Very diverse. <laughs> <laughs> no, indie is, is diverse. People, people think it's just... Uh, like poppy guitar music in there, but I, I think it's got a wider span than that. But anyway, that's a tangent. But uh, I, well, I guess we're a rock band. We're from uh, Preston Pans, uh, a small coastal town in East Lothian. Um, originally, it was five uh, the boys for school. We all knew each other right through nursery, primary school, uh, well, infant school, primary school and high school. All played football together and stuff. Um, 
and we started the band uh, just kind of as a hobby at start obviously it starts off with covering your favourite band so we were like the Arctic Monkeys, the Strokes um, Stone Roses, Oasis the usual suspects and then it kind of just grew arms and legs when we started writing music um, and yeah we were 10, what, 10 years down the line the um, lineups changed a good few times I was going to say a couple of times but that's underestimating it um, a good few times uh, and there's only three of the original members remain which is me, Neil um, and Jordan McIntyre the guitarist uh, so yeah and now we've got uh, Jack Miller and Lee Brown with us so yeah it's a good lineup, and we're uh, raring to go I'm just sitting here contemplating changing the name of my podcast here so I'm going to I'll take suggestions <laughs> if you've got <laughs> ah brilliant ah brilliant <laughs> That's good. I like that. I, 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 I know, rude, but I didn't hear much of that question. I was just kind of doodling in a pad, kind of trying to work out alternative name. <laughs> alternative indie rock, call it podcast. It's, 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 <laughs> Cover all aspects. Just a bit more snappy for the intro. I was kind of. I thought it was working all right. <laughs> oh, brilliant man! No offense. Need uh, sorry, I. <laughs> So we're just over two months since the release of the album and it's an absolute cracker, it has to be said. How have you found the reaction, Neil, to the, the album? Uh, when does it become real? I think the reaction's blown us away, to be honest. Um, a lot of people have... It's always been positive, in fact, I don't actually think I've heard any sort of negative comments about it, and as well as, like, we believe in ourselves. It's just gave us an extra little boost as well. I think it's um, it's went down really well, and it just keeps every time you go on any social media, it just always seems to be someone who's heard it, and they've always said something good about it, and it's just grew arms and legs, and it's just constantly kept snowballing bigger. So why it's I think it's went down really positively. I kind of complain. Makes me want to listen to it back again. <laughs> and and saying that Neil there was one troll on Twitter I think uh, our manager Sam highlighted it I can't even mind if it was the, the guy that says uh, it's the best really? thing Oasis have ever done <laughs> the best thing what? Oasis have ever done and like I know it need to blow my own trumpet or that but it's a bit more varied than Oasis eh? like Jesus Christ you're very fair I'm not sure the guy kept his music that well. I, I'm, I've, made, we've made it. We've got a troll. That's it. We're done. All good. To be honest with you, mate, I'm still taking that. That's not. <laughs> mate, no. first thing Oasis were done. I'm taking being called Oasis any day. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Their money next. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's it. Hey, just need the the funds behind you, and then you're sorry. A couple of thoughts, and I. That'll be us. Releasing, nice. an album, releasing an album at a time where touring plans were obviously a, a bit up in the air, was that a difficult call to make? Because it it seems from an outsider looking in, you kind of have to release the album and then have a trial by social media. You're, you're talking about the reaction being really positive, which is completely deserved in my opinion. But yeah. there must be that anxiety that comes with it where you're sitting there waiting for an electronic response rather than road testing it and you, you actually get to yeah. have a rough idea of how people react I think to now each more so than ever. I definitely I agree with that especially now more so than ever that we can't actually go out and 
back up our live sound, so we've got to rely on a lot of the social media side of things. And unfortunately, that's just the way everything is now, is social media oriented. So, I, I think it's quite a big, it's a nervy, nervy stage, but then quite, quite, uh, almost, not, not like big-headed in what we've achieved or done with the album, but kind of believe in it as well. So, Plus, we like it as well, so it makes many uh, a difference. I think, I think, as you said there, it was that was probably my my biggest anxiety towards releasing the album at that time. It was, as you say, we couldn't get out and back it, Neil. So it was, it, it was a tough call to make. But we, we've had these songs like the time is now was original, like the original version of that still exists. I'm not going to uh, drag it up, but it still exists. <laughs> yeah, I think and, uh, got that saved on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, that was for like 2013 so if you can imagine how many times we've played The Time Is Now um, yeah, yeah. so we didn't want to sit on the album any longer than we needed to it already kind of got delayed just due to the recording process and funds at the the end or uh, the late end of the what was that 2019 we yep. planned to release it in 2019 but then jumped into April 2020 and it just kept on getting pushed back and pushed back and we just says, nah, we we just have to go for this. So during the time of the pandemic, obviously we've seen a lot, of, a lot well, that's always seen as social interaction because there wasn't any actual social interaction. There was nothing really else. That is so true. media. So we've seen a good response and we, we took the opportunity to do a crowdfunder, which uh, was just to kind of gather the funds that we needed to place orders with the vinyl pressing and like do the correct PR campaigns um, sell the right merchandise and stuff so we, we took that opportunity and it, we didn't want to make it like a just giving page so we kind of done it in like a pre-order form um, yeah. and everybody appreciated that we made basically anybody that was part of the Kickstarter campaign and pledged over £20 got their name on the back of the album so we made like involved everybody. We made everybody interact uh, and be a part of the process of releasing the album. Yeah. So it was kind of we we had to make the best of a bad situation. I, I think it massively paid off. I think what was cool about the Kickstarter thing is as well, we were actually getting to see what fans were interacting with us and helping us out and where they were actually based and where we've been sending vinyls and t-shirts and stuff to. It's just like. Places we've never even been ourselves or even know that there's people there. So it's like, it's amazing to see that response. And then again, that just gives you another positive way to look at it. Like it's, it's went down well. Yeah. The four corners of the globe were covered. Like it was absolutely brilliant. That, that's such a class idea. And that kind of brings me on quite nicely to the next question in terms of, firstly, there must be a, a great deal of gratitude to the people that have, have supported you through the uncertainty of the, the pandemic and they're obviously paying for things up front to support the band and, and get that material out there and then subsequently as well you've got to wear a different hat in terms of almost be your own promoters and engage with with fans and social media and, and kind of promote yourselves as, as people as well as a band yeah no totally exactly absolutely yeah. it was a uh, it was quite hard throughout it to for me anyway, personally, it was quite hard throughout the pandemic and lockdown to be creative because it was I was setting a routine that I was going out jogging and stuff and it was kind of like, well, everybody was the same, kind of just seeing the, 
the four walls and uh, going out for one bit of exercise a day and stuff. So the creativity was quite hard, but I feel like every time the band jumped on a call, there was always someone came out the call. We, we kind of had to be positive, so we're always like there for each other. As uh, uh, cheesy as and cliche as it sounds, it's it was quite uh, it was it was quite good to routinely get a call over uh, whatever uh, device it was. It was probably like Facebook or something. But I I mean even, we didn't we didn't uh, want to play on heartstrings. We didn't want to play on heartstrings in that and be like oh we're we're missing out and whatever because there was people losing jobs and stuff. But it was. It, the the Kickstarter campaign really gave us a a good boost and a, a real insight to see how many people were actually interested and willing to back us at a tough time for everybody. Yeah, it was good. I suppose the other thing is you've you've got to kind of be able to to hold people's attention because as we've mentioned, I, I hate that the pandemic kind of comes up in a episode by episode basis, but we've not had much else yeah. to talk about for the last. 18 months but the, well that's been life yeah so exactly, yeah. you've kind of got to ensure that you're not forgotten about to a certain degree in, in terms of people are, are buying into the kickstarter but the album doesn't come out until may of 2021 when when life has moved on by 14 months so it's it's kind of you've still got to be kind of out there promoting yourselves i guess yeah yeah i like i i disagree with a lot of social media and like how it totally evaporates all the the uh, this like I don't know the going out element uh, like teenage youth and whatever. But yeah, that's another subject. But for the the fact that the pandemic with interaction has helped a lot of people, a lot of people. And we we never done that many. We probably should have done a lot more like uh, gigs and stuff. But we kind of we done like a was it a weekly or set every. Like every fortnight, we done a we Instagram live, and then I done like. I think a, it was every. It started off every week and every Friday uh, fortnight, because uh, uh, people probably got sick of our chat. That's why. Um, <laughs> but I done but like also a. Also, my signal was terrible. Jordan could get <laughs> us to work. Aye, uh, that's right. That's right. So it ended up just being a couple of us every week. But I um, I I going back to your original point. It was, it's been a. Aye, it's, social media has definitely helped helped us interact. And to be fair, if it wasn't for Twitter, the like the general sales of the album would probably be fifty percent less. Twitter has been incredible for us. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I don't know if I, I guess it's probably unsigned bands. Like that's definitely the go-to place, in my opinion. There's a lot of like conversation nightly conversation about unsigned bands and the podcast like yourself are on it it's it's amazing for unsigned bands and interaction finding new music and yeah i love it forget I've, the rest i've kind of taken a backward step from kind of personal social media i, I much prefer the the kind of community kind of feel to the podcast yeah, one rather absolutely. than absolutely to be perfectly honest I, there was points where i just found twitter just to be a complete and utter cesspit but the, there is a kind of, there's a community feel to, especially with Scottish bands just kind of bouncing off each other with ideas and, and support. Whereas, and for me growing up, I watched a lot of bands kind of, even if you compare it to Oasis, you used to always sideswipe it. You'd have the Gallicas in the front of NME, yeah. just 
talking about how shy everybody was and <laughs> and taking the piss constantly. And it was almost you got your headlines by talking others down. But but now there's this kind of feeling that everyone's supporting each other and, and kind of wanting the greater good for the, the whole scene. No, I agree because I think um I don't know, I think we look at other countries and stuff and see what they're producing and I think it, there's a, like a, a good comparison with football again everybody's probably sick of football but <laughs> there's a good comparison with football you, you kind of look at other countries and look at what they have achieved and like the same kind of quality and I think that kind of like yeah it mirrors into the music industry that's why I think with every band I like I hold no grudges against any band in Scotland, like at all. I I want all of them to do well. Why like why would anybody not want unless you've had like personal thoughts or whatever, then why would it like seeing the snuts get a number one album and stuff, I, I absolutely love that. And I'm I can hand on heart say I'm not their biggest fan and I've probably not even listened to their album right through because I'm not a massive fan of their music, but you've got to praise that like that's brilliant put Scotland right on the map with that stuff as, as you say the community spirit of that I, I think that's brilliant I absolutely love that and I, again as you say when if I was to log into my personal Twitter the difference in the language being used comparison <laughs> to like the band one is just by <laughs> night and day <laughs> so I uh, I think I think I take it as a safe haven more than anything else. I just prefer <laughs> I prefer not having to turn on my phone and feel automatically depressed. And it, it just kind of feels like sometimes you're reading it, and it doesn't matter whether it's about music, about football, about politics. It just turns into an absolute battle. Yep. Everything is up, and it gets so vicious so quickly. You can see something where it's a minor disagreement, but if it happened in the pub. It would just never ever escalate in the same way it does in social media behind a keyboard for some reason. I, I think know. people just like to have an opinion and like almost have an opinion of difference. So just oh, argue for the sake of arguing. A hundred percent. Just trying to prove a point, and it's like that doesn't even really need to be go any further than where it's went already. <laughs> uh, as uh, Twitter does that perfectly, it gives everybody a voice, even the the ones that probably shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, very much so I know what, exactly what you mean by that I've kind of talked about how you guys have had to promote the band and yourselves as people and kind of get your personality across without playing live you also seem to have a fantastic team behind you as well though dealing with, with Sam throughout organising this podcast really couldn't do enough to, to help and our enthusiasm which is talking on Twitter about the band just shines through. Having people like that on your side must be a massive lift. Yeah, we kind of thought we had won the lottery when we uh, <laughs> when we asked Sam. We, me and the lead on, uh, oh, what was it? Can't even mind the name of the show, but it was in your ears. Music. I can't even mind what show it was. I think it was Friday Night Live. Aye, I think that's right. We we're doing that with Dan and Sam was uh, the guest on it. And as soon as we joined the chat, we were only on for like, you'd be lucky if we were on for 15 minutes. It was like quick ex explanation, a couple of tunes and we'd done a quiz. I got like four out of 10 and then got chucked off. Um, but after that... <laughs> was after that for that, poor performance? 
I well, I, I honestly, some of the answers were terrible, but no, nah, I don't want to talk about that. Um, right. <laughs> uh, so I we uh, we kind of as soon as we were speaking to Sam, we kind of knew someone like we just got on like our on fire right away. And as you say, our enthusiasm with music and stuff was just brilliant. So Lee being Lee just kind of messaged her, um, just bold as brass, saying, "Listen, blah blah blah, we kind of would like to kind of." I see what we can do together and she obviously hadn't managed she's not managed a band before so this is our first audio but she's she certainly doesn't seem like she's never managed a band before honestly unbelievable so I it's just a perfect piece in the puzzle I just went together and yeah she's uh, happened at such an amazing time as well like yeah exactly I I just sort of it was like puzzle pieces just falling together it was perfect timing the um the fallen that she's got alone just put our fallen up by <laughs> like fifty percent. So, um, but yeah, she's she's a good voice in the unsigned music industry. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the next however long it may be. Can't wait. Music industry needs more people like her. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, are we ready for a quiz? No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for that. <laughs> as, 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 as Jack was a terrible one. It's, 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 break, it's breaking up. It's, it's breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I would be 10 times worse than you in a quiz. So, honestly, the, that's no to be fair, the questions were quite brutal. Uh, and Sam actually gave me two of them. So, I, I actually got two at 10, but that's terrible. Eh? That is quite terrible, actually, for you. But honestly, the 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 questions were not they were they were not in my favour. Like, no, no, there was none about Hibs, so I was goosed. I that's it, knackered. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you didn't hear Frank Sozzi's name mentioned, that's it. When you knew you were absolutely knackered. Aye, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Brilliant. Are you cooking, Neil? Mate, I'm just about to have to. I need to scrancer on him. Absolutely, I worked through my lunch today to get my feet seen to, and oh, I'm starving. Oh my god! Everything, man. He's got a uh, he's got trench foot. Nah, I didn't have trench foot. That's terrible. <laughs> nah, I, don't, I don't know what you've got, but it's uh, mate. I don't know what I've got either. To be fair, breakfast syndrome or something. I know I've just got fucked feet. That's what I've got. <laughs> this, this is right in a direction I never ever anticipated it was going to go in. <laughs> Mate, you can't expect much when you get us on, that's for sure. Uh, exactly. <laughs> oh, brilliant, man. I've no good trench shoot. <laughs> oh, class. Next one I've got out uh, here is, it's a bit of a long-winded question, so just stick with me a wee bit here, because I've been I, doing a, a thing with um, Tiny Changes and, and Bands FC, I think for a, a football magazine recently, and yeah, yeah. I was speaking to him okay. about, he did the... The tiny changes, heart strips that they wore in the semi final of the Scottish Cup last year and did them for the final as well. Yep. Um, so, hearts wore them as they were warming up. And he said it was kind of like seeing his work come to life and almost people that thought that he just did silly designs, they started to take them seriously. And I, he also compared it to a band when they're suddenly played in the radio or they release a, an album, then their parents and their pals suddenly sit up and take notice and go, oh, hold on, that music thing isn't just a laugh for them. It's actually a wee bit more than it's that. Yeah. And is that the same feeling when you when you are getting airplay? Because it, 
music just now, it, it seems like you're constantly retweeting and, and thanking people for the publicity and, and playing your music on the airwaves. That must be some buzz, that. Yeah, I think probably the, like that kind of moment was, I guess you could relate it to the album, but for me, when we got the Radio 1 play, like even people at my work that, they obviously are interested, but they've never been like proper interested or like listen to that type of music or something. And when they got wind of it, like they would, they would one of the first things they would say to me was like, "Oh, you go playing Radio One, man. That's that's unreal. You'll be off the tool soon." Can't how many times I've heard that. <laughs> um, but I, I guess that was that kind of moment. Like, um, I, I guess like the the thing that you says was uh, is what coming to life was when we got the test press of the album, like, I, I cried. Think, <laughs> I cried. I did, mate, honestly, I had a tear in my eye. My sister's videoed it as well. I couldn't believe it. She absolutely judiced me. <laughs> so what so I feel, I, mate, that, honestly. That's, that's definitely, like, I can relate to what you, uh, your man said about that. That's when we got the test press. and we, I, I was actually sitting listening to it with my dad. Um, and that was like, to have it tangible like we've had cds and stuff out before but nothing of that like nature 12 tra- 11 tracks um and it was just i that was that was the moment and as i said with the kickstarter campaign we wanted like that was our whole set out before we even wrote a track listing we need to release our debut album on vinyl we need it tangible the pcr in front of us and that that was kind of like the achievement box ticked um i what a feeling as neil says he cried i didn't but he did i <laughs> know uh, i did i absolutely did it was a it was a special moment for me i think they actually got delivered to my did they get delivered to my house or my work or something the when the they all got delivered. You came along with a box for me, mind. And then... oh, aye. Was like, they all got delivered to, to my work and they were like in a pallet. And I was just like, oh my God, what the is that? But uh, as soon as they got them, it was like such an amazing feeling. Eh? Uh, I, I try to mind what uh, your words were when you gave me it. You're like, just don't open it now. Just you open that on your own, you'll love it. And then you just walked away. Aye, oh, it was brilliant. Like even just, even just, it's like I like your guys saying about having your stuff on the on the shirt. Like the artwork for a well, especially you, Jack. The artwork was like a massive thing. Aye. So like when you actually seen it all in one, open up the vinyl, then take the sleeve out and read the part of the sleeve, read on the back. It was all just like a very like pat yourself in the back moment like it was amazing after like a couple of hours of checking for spelling mistakes that was when it kind of sunk in (laughs) (laughs) when I had no mucked up (laughs) no it was good man I love that I love that can't wait for album two (laughs) here we go sounds like like an amazing feeling I'm keen to find out how you're feeling about live music just now we've had 18 months of of not much and live streams and stuff like that and, and then there's these glimmers of light appearing but there's still not a great deal of clarity particularly in Scotland as it stands in, in terms of what the next steps are is it is there a wee bit of feeling of limbo just now where you're it's like a, a kind of green light or at least a, 
a date that things might start moving in the right direction? Uh, but, we're we're pretty desperate to get out. Like we done, um, we've actually, well, that's the second video we've done, uh, kind of, no during this, but in the, over the past what's that, six months. Something like annually, mm. six months. Ah, so, well, f- uh, five months actually. So, I it's we're like desperate to get out. and even doing the video and stuff and being together. Like, we're back rehearsing and stuff. We're all it was quite a big room, so we're uh, well ventilated, well distanced and stuff. So, we're back practicing. Um, and we're just I were desperate to get back on the stage. I, th- I mean, the option if the government up here are going to restrict venues and stuff, then. You know fine well what's going to happen. Uh, the North England just going to get absolutely tanned with other Scottish bands. Uh, like it's, it's it's pretty set up for that. Um, but I guess everybody wants to play their hometowns. Um, and at the limbo period, I we're definitely in the limbo period because there's no date. There's no date on anything up here. Obviously, 19th of July has been mentioned down there, but the 21st of June is also mentioned. So it's I don't know. It's limbo, as you say. Hopefully, with these gigs in October, uh, there's no issues with them and everybody feels comfortable to come along and stuff. That's just, that's all we can hope for, really. It's just like you, like we were saying earlier, you know, how there's like a big uncertainty. You always want it to go ahead, but you're always thinking like, Ugh, it might not might no happen. Like, even though you don't want to be negative about it, you're just like, this might get rescheduled or might have to just wait again and so also you didn't want to really open venues up at like half capacity either. It would just kind of kill the buzzy actually opening up. Even though yeah. opening up to play would be amazing, but if you open up and play in front of twenty people, it's not yeah, as good as it could be. Doesn't make sense. Huh? Mm-hmm. So I hopefully hopefully there is uh um announcement about venues and live music and stuff like pretty soon. So we can maybe fit in a gig here and there before um, September comes because as of September we'll just be focusing on the October gigs. Um, so I hopefully maybe sometime in August, but everybody's the same with schedule as well. I've got about forty weddings on in four weeks, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just all of them yours. I've got four, 40 wives. <laughs> So, aye, hopefully. I mean, as I say, we are desperate to get back. I, I am, we are all feeling more than fine. And I'm just, as I say, I hope all the fans are. I think they are. Going by Twitter, everybody wants to go to a gig. So yeah, I think we'll be fine. I think it's going to be booming as soon as they can get it back open. And I think even just like Wednesday, Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights in Edinburgh, I even, even even the gigs that are normally quiet will be packed. And that's what I'm hoping. Well, you've, seen, you've, seen what, uh, you've seen what happened down in London. Like, <laughs> as soon as the, the res- like travel restrictions got lifted, then it wasn't illegal for any Scotland fan to go. There was what... <laughs> 5,000 tickets and 20,000 folk turned up just <laughs> just to see everybody and get reeking. So I think that's going to be, uh, that kind of shows the vibe uh, the, uh, and the mentality of the nation that everybody's dying to get back out, like, definitely. There's a wee bit of onus sure. as music fans as well, isn't there? To, these venues have had their doors shut for, for a long period of time. 
Absolutely, you aye. Don't want these these venues, your, your King Touch, your broadcasts, and like to be to be lost. Um, exactly, man. But because there's the, always the it must be dicey times just now. Yeah. Oh, aye. I mean, like, how? What source of income have these venues had? Like, they're obviously government grants and stuff, but that's not going to, and that's not going to employ people. There's only so like so far and so long that people can take this. Um, like, like I don't know. I I'm not really spoke to any venue owners, um, directly, <clears throat> but going by Twitter and whatever again, like, yeah, I think I I think the theaters in London were actually refused to open. They opened back on by, and they just yeah. went for it anyway. I think just, just anyway, aye. aye. So, aye, it's it's crazy. Like I've I've tried my best throughout it. I I donated quite a few times to venues up and down the country with like if they done giveaways or whatever uh, done one for the lead mill I think it was Alex Turner's guitar and stuff that you could bid on just anything I could do to help every little helps yeah it was challenging for everybody especially like business owners uh, and the uh, thing is like when you looked at the venues before as well like if they weren't struggling before then they certainly will be now Aye, there was venues. And then the ones that were, the ones that were struggling before, it's like they they're going to be on their last tether. Like this, so the sooner things and gigs and like music nights and DJ nights and everything open back up, it's just needs, to, needs aye, to happen. Full, full capacity, and aye, I think there'll be sellouts all over the place because folk will be desperate. Absolutely, aye. absolutely. Aye. Talking sellouts, Glasgow and Edinburgh on the tour. Already sold out Aberdeen and, and Newcastle. Lazy bastards have still not get out and sorted that <laughs> out. Not, not far away, to be honest. Uh, Aberdeen only got Aberdeen, 30% or something left, didn't it? Aye, Aberdeen's, aye, they're flying. I think the, the issue is we've no like, properly targeted Aberdeen before. or new, I, We've never played Newcastle before, so we're no... Like, really expecting to sell it out first time round but at the same time this feeling I've got a good roster of bands so they kind of help the sales as well as introduce the, their fan base to you so that's why we kind of went with this feeling and we'll probably stick with this feeling for as long as we can because these places that we go to we're, we're, we're virgins of these cities eh? so it's hopefully uh, Aberdeen it gets as close to a sale as possible and Newcastle yeah there's a few people for this neck of the woods going down to Newcastle for the night out and stuff so aye hopefully we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes wouldn't they mind four sellouts mind you uh, that'd be, that would be impressive <laughs> we've still got what what's that three months something like that aye we've still got well. still got well. it's the yeah. end of October as well we'll, we'll be alright worst case scenario we'll just buy the tickets <laughs> <laughs> oh brilliant make zero sure fire way to save music. the venues <laughs> exactly there you go there you exactly, go mate. brilliant <clears throat> with that the, the release of the album and also the fact that half the tour is sold out the rest it's selling really well do you feel that there's there's never been a better buzz about the band than just now uh, I think it's it's definitely on the eye um, I believe so the, the, the actually the, at the start when we released the time is now and because what we actually planned to do when we re- released the time is now was that was when the album was originally planned so there was quite a, 
good bit of hype. And then obviously lockdown happened. We released the time is now anyway. And as soon as it got Radio 1 play, Radio X play, there was a good bit of buzz then. And as it does, it kind of faded. And there was a, there was a, a big void that we had to fill with like social media interaction, streams and stuff. Um, but then I think it's now back on up since obviously the album. Um, it's definitely... I don't think it's peaked yet. Hopefully not. Uh, I think these gigs, when people come to see us live, we'll just keep I keep on soaring, and then we'll just have to keep the content going and get back in the studio as quick as we can and get more music out. There's I there's no two ways about it. You just need to keep riding the wave. Eh? There's plenty more in the tank as well. Aye, absolutely. I feel it's quite an exciting time to be Scottish. I know that. I th- I think the Euros did shape the start of the, the summer in terms of everyone was had something to look forward to. We kind of hoped it would be longer than, than three lots of 90 minutes, but that's <laughs> a side note. Uh, and it might get even worse for us on Sunday. Uh, but the, I, th- I think with that and with touching the success of the Snats, Mogwai having a number one album earlier on in the yep. year as well, it feels like the, the path's there for for many others to recreate that success and the enthusiasm and the hunger for guitar music is, is possibly at its highest point it's been in years. I think uh, I, it, I, like the life circle just churns. Eh? I think like the 90s is kind of coming back in on a swing and obviously the 60s was, uh, the 90s was inspired by the 60s. So it's kind of like, uh, they're just big cycles. And uh, as you say, guitar music, I think it's, it's near enough on their eyes like you can tell by radio one's a good way to judge <laughs> radio one over the past like what three or four years has been uh, there's not been a lot of guitar music but it, it's slowly getting back in back in um as you say the scottish thing like capaldi and uh, jerry cinnamon over the past what what have they been going like four or five Two, years three. or something yeah aye, something like that so like i and when did we uh, lose Paolo Nettino off the side of the earth? Like, <laughs> where's he? Where's he uh, going? Supposedly he's uh, <laughs> recording new music, but hey ho, we'll see. But I uh, like there's there was a wee not a wee pause in it or whatever, but the mainstream success there was, I guess. Um, but I, it's it's definitely on the rise. I think Scotland's a good place to be right now. I think I think um, people just like to jump onto a hype as well. So like, uh, regardless of what it is, if there's a big hype about it, a lot of people will just like it for the other people liking it. I was I was quite surprised at how uh, well Jerry Cinnamon went in in like England, especially the South England. It goes like aye, clicks right away. It's weird, but as you say, it could just be a hype thing. Yeah, okay. when he talks to the crowd, they'll be struggling to understand them. <laughs> Some man, I think there's been examples of, of bands that have had hype though, and or acts that have had hype, but to go all the way and you saw John Peel tent when he played at Glastonbury, and then he's phenomenal with one album, and he's already selling out Hamden. And I, th- I think the second album yeah. came out well after the fact they had. It sold out Hamden. Uh, did, he know, did, he, I, did he sell it out one night or was it like three nights or something he done? Or was it a venue that he sold it three nights? It was like, what? And then no, no the bars that sold it three nights. Could have been, I. It's just incredible doing, like. 
Ah, that's that's definitely not just hype, but that's that's someone else. That's brilliant. Also, his following in Scotland is huge. Oh, so it's relatable in Scotland. Everything he sings about is relatable. Aye, exactly. <laughs> I, I, that, I think that must kind of prove not an inspirational in the sense that you're going to release one album and, and be playing Hamden. Sorry to burst your bubble, guys, but I don't know if that's. Oh, uh, no way. Not this I summer. It certainly shows you that if you back yourself and believe in yourself, then who knows what's possible? Exactly, exactly. Anything any nah. is possible. Like one hundred percent possible. I, I, there's proof in the pudding with that. Like, like I seen Jerry Cinnamon support uh, John Power for cast in the Record Factory, and. It was when he was still cutting a boot with a soul tire, kind of like a cape, can those days. And like when I seen him then, there is if somebody beside me said that guy's going to sell at Hamden Park, I would have literally went, I didn't think so, mate. He's good in that, but I didn't think so. So it just shows you that anything is possible. Absolutely. The first time I saw him would have been. I think the LaFontaine's played ABC and he, he was on as a support act and and nobody was interested and he looked quite crestfallen by it as well. It was almost like oh, what? you're kind of playing to an empty hall and people that are talking with their pals um, and then you fast forward five years and it was basically dominating the UK. know uh, <laughs> that's mental. No, it's mad. Go to, go to tip your hat to that. Like he's he's cracked it. Eh? He's absolutely cracked it. And the thing is, he's no. He's, he's clearly no a yes man. He's just done what he wants, and people have liked it. And he's kept going with what he wants, and people continue to like it. Continues to sell it. He announced a gig tomorrow. It'll be sold out tomorrow. It's brilliant. We've talked a lot about Scottish acts and Scottish artists. Uh, is there any? that we may not have heard of that you listened to just now that you would like to give a wee shout out to? Uh, the boys, Better Waves, um, for Dundee. They're actually yes. uh, doing a wee bit of summon for us, which should be out soon. So, aye, we'll yeah. see about that. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I'm t- I give a wee shout out to uh, St. Phoenix, two brothers yeah. that used to be in a band called Vigo Thieves. They've just released a song called Happy Place, which is on their album, I'm sure, which is incredible. Um, trying to cool else, that's terrible. Should sure, they Glasgow as well, actually? Aye, I think uh, it's you know Hamilton, is that right? Hamilton, or, it, well, it, Wishaw, Wishaw, Stevie's for Wishaw. Aye. Yeah. Um, trying to um, else. You put me on the spot. Really? Can I say? Can I say pass like I did in that quiz that I done terrible in? <laughs> to be fair, at least you've already got two right here, so that's. Uh, <laughs> I've matched. I've matched. If oh, anything, yeah. that's somewhat an improvement because I'm not going to ask you ten more questions. You'll be you'll be pleased to know. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We'll give uh, the banter thieves a shout out, Derek, and that for uh, Motherwell. Top Motherwell. Ones. He's uh, he he's got a good podcast as well. I shouldn't be. Uh, Plugging other podcasts on a podcast, so I'll no mention the title. He's got to cut this bit. Out. <laughs> this is absolutely incredible. I've been told to change the name of my podcast. I think that's the third podcast you've given a shout out to. Uh, fair to say, you guys are never getting invited back. 
We are never asked back. Shut the door and don't come back. It's amazing how quick you can go off a band, eh? <laughs> oh, brilliant. I think our manager was the same last night when we were tweeting our uh, Denmark flags. Like, she was not happy. <laughs> now, we're was... now there's a, a, a chat on WhatsApp with us. And, uh, like half Early 23 now, mate. Half of us are talking in Italian. <laughs> I like oh, I how uh, Pine Bovril they've changed the name oh, since the, how good since is the knockout that? stages. That is honestly brilliant. I love that. I absolutely love that. Who's who's the other one that's like uh, all this all the Scotland fans jumping on the bandwagon of whoever England's playing? I think we should. And then the end of their tweet is like in the country's language. It's absolutely brilliant. That's brilliant. I I found myself looking through to try and get a retro Italy strip in time for for Sunday. Uh, <laughs> I ended up with a shite twelve pound polo shirt. Uh, <laughs> I'm still going to wear it. The one that you can is get it, like new look in that. Is it is it <laughs> Kappa or Puma? Classic football strips. There was a 50-50 chance it would arrive for Sunday, but it, I was here on the side of caution, so I I managed to find one. It was apparently £40 initially. If you were ever paying £40 for this polo shirt, I'll, I'll actually tweet you it across and show Aye, you how shite it is. Brilliant. Uh, uh, I just need to show my support. Is it a Lecoq Sportive? No, it's genuinely non-branded as well. It's oh, a, oh, my yeah. God. Tell me, is it is it white or is it blue? White with a blue band. It's kind of like a 2006 <laughs> away strip. Uh <laughs> Did you get so for the <laughs> I don't even know if it will arrive. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been done at 14 quid. <laughs> Did you get it for the barras, not? Uh, I was just, uh, I'm not 100% sure where it actually. I've got the confirmation email. They're official enough to send you confirmation emails, so that, oh, that's well. surely a reassuring sign. You're good, mate. You'll be good. Nah, you're gonna get spammed for them for the rest of your life. <laughs> you'll look a million dollars on Sunday. One hundred percent Egyptian t-shirt. It's when I find out that it's been made in some factory in Essex. So they're really gonna be taking the piss out. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, brilliant, mate. Just a final wow. one, guys. Just a, a wee one to ask you where can find you on social media where you can buy your merchandise your new album uh the platform's yours to to basically plug the shit out of whatever you want to plug i so our uh, username or what do you call it tag handle or whatever yeah. i whatever that is okay, let's just say username it is at the Raz music um r-a-h-s for whatever reason, that's our band name. Um, so at the Raz Music <laughs> is I Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, and all the merchandise and album stuff is it's literally link and bio stuff on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and the likes. We've got a website which will probably it probably should take you to the merch thing as well, which is just the Raz.co.uk. Um, apart from that, we've not got much else. Just buy our stuff. Big cartel website. I stream our music and sell out Aberdeen and Newcastle, please. Sure, that'll be absolutely <laughs> no bother, guys. Jack Neil, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much for your time. No, thank you, mate. Thank you. Ah, thanks for having us, mate. Enjoyed really it. Appreciated. Like class. 
be listening to the Scottish Indie Podcast. I'll be back next week. Until then, thank you and goodbye.